0: Welcome to the Varieties of History podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and each week I will discuss a new topic that is often unrelated, but hopefully interesting. Spanning from the social sciences to cultural history, as well as religion and other disciplinary fields, we invite you to listen, learn, and expand your knowledge here with us on the Varieties of History podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Varieties of History. I'm your host, Sarah, and I got some cool info coming your way, so stay tuned, and I'll be right back. Hey guys, so thank you so much for coming back to be on the show with me, and I know that it's been a couple of months now I haven't been around. There have been some crazy things that have happened in my life, and the lives of my family members that I'm like hoping that we can get past at this point. So in August, we contracted COVID. Before that, in July, I was pretty sick with some kind of illness, which I think could have been a precursor to being positively tested for COVID, um, so I was having some pain in the back of my eyeballs. It felt like I got punched in my eyeballs. It happened right after my birthday. Day after my birthday, my eyes started hurting. I was feeling nauseous the day of my birthday. And my eyes were really, really, really hurting. They were so painful. I couldn't move my eyes from side to side or all around. It was the most bizarre thing ever. My sinuses were really weird too. I started getting this like funky taste in my mouth. Didn't know what that was. Um, And then my joints were really achy. And for about a week, I was having these like fluctuating temperatures where I'd be like down to 97, 98. And then I'd go up to like 100. And then I'd go back down. So I was not feeling good. I felt spaced out. I was in a brain fog. Like I was in a derealization kind of state. And if you don't know what derealization is, um, it's just kind of where you feel like you're outside of your body. It's a, it's, it's a big part of anxiety, but it's also part of like if you get sick too. Um, and then like a week or two later, like we kind of were sort of sick and then we got a little better. And then all of a sudden, like the beginning of August, my husband started getting sick. Then I started getting sick Then I got COVID. Um, my husband got COVID. We're pretty sure that my kids just had it cause they were sick too, but we didn't test them, but we tested positive. I was extremely sick for like a week and a half. I mean, really, really, really sick. Um, so it was my husband. We just had lingering symptoms and you know, I just think that I was sick with COVID before that, but it wasn't testing positively because of a lot of things I was reading about, like the new variant that was floating around and all this stuff. So anyway, between that, then my daughter started getting, my youngest daughter started getting sick. She had an ear infection later on. Like My other kids were sick from the time they started school. Everybody was getting you know, stuffy noses and sore throats and fevers, and that would last two or three days, and then it would go away. They missed a whole bunch of school. Then my youngest daughter, she got the sickest of everybody. She got an ear infection, took medication for that. For the first time she's ever been on amoxicillin. Week later, she develops this humongous rash. Pretty much that covered her entire body and it was terrifying. They said she had like a serum-like, serum sickness-like reaction. She also had rhinovirus and she also had roseola all together at the same time. She was hospitalized for about two and a half to three days. That was really exciting. Um, and then, you know, she seemed to get a little bit better. And then she was, and she was starting to have asthma before that too. She was on nebulizer treatments. She was on prednisone, whatever. That was annoying and frustrating because we just wanted her to get better. And then a couple days ago, my son needed to get a tooth extracted. I actually needed to get a tooth extracted. So I had to deal with that. And then my, my daughter, the day after my son had to get his tooth extracted ended up in the hospital again because she wasn't breathing and it was really scary and she was coughing and coughing and coughing and couldn't take in a breath they tested her and she had a parainfluenza slash croup slash bronchiolitis or broncholitis or however you say it but that's what she had and that was really not fun so she was sick with fevers and all that stuff and coughing and coughing and not breathing and whatever so we've been over all of this and we just want to be done with it so that we can go back to living a normal life so it wasn't that much of an exciting break from the time that I last put out an episode for the summer because my summer was just riddled with a lot of sickness and annoying crap but now I'm back and I'm super excited to talk about this week's season and hold on my daughter is talking to me yes Ariana (laughs) one second I'm almost done recording so we're home right now and she wants to watch Paw Patrol, which I'll turn on for in a second. But so I'm really excited to announce after all of this other crazy introduction I was telling you about that I will be doing a themed um, season this season, or at least for a partial season on alcohol. And I don't know why it came to me, but I was just really interested in wanting to do an episode on the Whiskey Rebellion, which to me is just like such an interesting um background of um, history that I think not a lot of people know about in this country really unless you learn about it in high school history class or social studies class Um, so I really wanted to do an episode on the whiskey rebellion Um, beer alcohol any kinds of spirits in the colonial era and how important that was to the colonial landscape and even the people that We're not considered colonial, like white settlers, right? So even pre-colonialism within what we'll call collectively the United States. Today it's United States or North America. Let's just say North America, right? How important um, fermented beverages were to people that lived here pre-colonial times. I want to start out probably by the earliest time. So pre-colonialism, then to colonialism. So that goes with Beer in the Colonial Era, which I'm just naming it now, but that's not what the title of the episode is going to be. The Whiskey Rebellion and some other things that came after that. Then I'm eventually going to talk about Quakerism and um, the early temperance movement within Quakerism just for themselves. Um, Not all Quakers didn't drink alcohol, though. They sort of had to, um, and that will be talked about sort of later on. But they didn't do like strong – they didn't always do strong – alcohol, strong spirits, you know, but, um, that's not true for everybody because it's just like Christians today. You have those who are Christians who are completely against drinking any kind of alcohol whatsoever. Um, but then there are those that are like, you know, they go, they go out and they'll be eating dinner with family and have a couple of glasses of wine or beer. Oh, Ariana, you're going to fall off the couch. Don't do that. <laughs> um, Ariana, don't do that. You're going to fall off the couch. Okay, so then I'm going to go from from that movement of the Quakerism, you know, version of like temperance in a way to the prohibition era and how that just kind of sparked a whole different um, um, movement for for people to be anti alcohol, even though it was just it's such an important part of American history. And then I'm going to kind of go off from there and how alcohol has changed even today and like how it was um, respected in certain areas um, in the workplace and in boardrooms and like where, you know, people were making, you know, deals about whatever it is. Think about Mad Men era, okay? Like 1960s, 1950s, uh, you have people who were super influential within the workspace where they're making decisions for whatever big corporations and how to sell products or for advertising or for whatever and how that was an important part of of the workplace now it would be very strange if you i mean maybe it's done you know in some higher aspects of like wall street or something but i'm talking about like the regular like every day company, you're not going to be like sitting at a computer and then, you know, drinking down some whiskey. <laughs> Maybe you would, I don't know. So I just kind of want to go through this interesting evolution of the use of alcohol or the idea of not being used, not not partaking in, in any kind of alcohol um, in the... North American landscape from pre-colonialism to modern day. So I'm hoping to get uh, 12 episodes out of it. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it might be less than that, just depending on the, the amount of research that I get done. But I really would love for you guys to reach out and let me know if there's anything else interesting that you you have some stories about that you'd like me to talk about within an episode or that I can incorporate into an episode. I really love to hear ideas from everybody. So you can reach out to me at thevarietiesofhistory at gmail.com. I do not have a Facebook page anymore. I've deleted my Facebook. I don't have one right now. I'm trying to figure out something else that I can do in order to bring my information to the masses without having to have my Facebook account attached to a group account. So I would prefer to just have a Facebook page that's a business page, which I'm going to try to do, and then we'll see how it goes from there. But I don't have enough time to devote to doing a website or to pay anybody to do one for me. So I think for now, I'm just going to continue on with the podcast and try to reach out to local historical societies and um, just maybe local message boards with giving my, um, because I do have a Facebook account that's actually just mine without friends on it that I don't, I don't use for anything, but to like just go on five of my local message boards just to see what's going on um, because I've decided to ditch most social media except for maybe Reddit. I started up Reddit and I really like Reddit, but um, yeah, I really would like uh, to be able to reach more people. I've noticed that there are some people from around the world that have actually been listening to this show and it's pretty exciting. I didn't think it would get that far, but uh, Greece, and Mexico and England and a couple of other places so shout out to you guys for being awesome and actually listening to my show I hope it's good and I hope you continue to listen to it and try to get other people to listen to it too because I really want this to be a success and at some point maybe 10 years down the road I might make money off of it maybe I could do this as my career you know I would love to do that especially being a mom with three kids and being at home and not having a lot of time to work outside of the home. Um, Luckily, I'm in the position where I don't really have to do that at the moment, except for part-time at night at Barnes & Noble. (laughs) So anyway, I really hope that you guys will join me for um, this new season of the Varieties of History and learn about the history of alcohol within the United States as we know it today and pre-colonial times, just on the North American landscape And how important it was to partake of these rituals of just maybe drinking a fermented beverage or being a part of a group that kind of went really against those. Like I think about the straight edge movement too, which I also may incorporate into this, which was a big part of my life when I was a teenager. I was actually straight edge for a long time and draw big, huge black X's on my hands. It was part of the scene I was in, you know. And I just think about how I was so anti like drinking and drugs, you know, like can't even take a prescription medication if you're, you have a headache or <laughs> something's wrong with you, you know, but I was really straight edge for a while. I'm not straight edge anymore, but I barely even drink anything. I have like a glass of wine once every three months at this point. So I guess you could say that straight edge. I don't know, <laughs> but I might incorporate that into the show too. So I hope you guys join me for The next episode coming out, I'm not sure exactly when the the date is going to be. I'm hoping by the end of the month. So maybe by by Halloween, if I can do that. So stay tuned. Look out for the next episode. And I will meet you back here next time on the Varieties of History. Cheers. We want you and others to know that history is for everyone. If there is any area of history you are intrigued by, have studied, or would be interested in discussing, we welcome you to send us a message via Facebook or email. We would love to have you on the show.